Welcome to What's the Word podcast with myself, Nick Henderson, a resource that helps push you further in your faith by discussing what God's Word has to say about various topics that tend to trip up believers and keep us from advancing into the place God has for us. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. And before we get into the content, I want to ask if this episode provides you any value that you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. Those two things help a ton. With that aside, let's jump in to today's episode. This episode is answering the question of, if God is good, why do bad things happen? If God is good, why do bad things happen? To put it another way, how can we live in a world in which a good God reigns over, yet still have all these terrible things happen on a day-to-day basis? I want you guys to remember this main point the main idea of the episode. God defines what good is. We don't. God defines what good is. We don't. Last week on episode number seven, I told my personal testimony. And I encourage you, if you haven't heard it yet, to go back and listen to that episode. But in that episode, I talked about my mom. And when I was 21, 20 years old, only a sophomore in college, my mom passed away very suddenly and very tragically of a heart attack. And it was the worst case scenario. A little snippet of of it was I got a call late at night and I was racing to get back to my hometown of Pensacola, Florida from the college I was at in Virginia to see her just one more time before she passed away. And I was going as fast as I could down the interstate. And when I was only two and a half hours away from being able to see her, I got a call from the doctor saying, hey, your mom didn't make it. And that was a horrific situation. I was 20, 21 years old in college. My mom, a single mother, my only guardian that I had, my financial support, my emotional support, everything to me, gone. And I was left to pick up the pieces of what shambles my life was in. My question for you, is that a good thing? Is that a good thing? A kid, 20 years old, having to become an adult overnight, to figure out life in an instant, to grieve the loss of his mom, the most important person to him in his life. Is that a good thing? Most would say no. But it's your answer to that question that leads to answering the larger question of if God is good, Why do bad things happen? Remember this, the main point. God defines what good is. We don't. God defines what good is. We don't. I want to give you guys three things to remember on this topic of if God is good, why do bad things happen? Help us get some clarity on this and determine how we can navigate our way through the various trials. Number one is because we live in a broken world, Bad things happen. Because we live in a broken world, bad things happen. First Peter 4.12 talks about fiery trials and this idea of, hey, we live in a simple world, and so evil and bad things are going to happen. In Genesis, right, Adam ate the fruit that caused sin to flood into the world. That changed the default setting of our planet to where now, instead of the average occurrence being good things, now the average occurrence is evil things. Now we deal with death sickness, depression, mental health ailments, 
cancer, pain, divorce, all these things, right? Because sin has flooded into the world. It is the reality of the planet that we live on right now. Because we live in this world, in this broken world, bad things are bound to happen. Don't overlook that. It's the default setting of this planet. That's number one. Number two, God's definition of good is less about what makes us feel good and all about what makes him glorified. One more time, do not miss this point. God's definition of good is less about what makes us feel good and all about what makes him glorified. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 talks about how we're supposed to glorify God in everything that we do, in our pleasure and in our pain. And so I just want you to think for a moment. Think about things that are good, that you would consider like, oh, this is a nice thing. I, you know, I like this. This is a, a good thing in the world that we live in. You probably thought of things like maybe it's a promotion at work. Maybe it's a dessert item. Maybe it's Chick-fil-A. Maybe it's more money. Maybe it's certain delicacy that you like, whatever it may be, right? We consider those things good, money, houses, food, all that stuff. We consider those things good because they make us feel good. It feels good to have money. It feels good to bite into cake. It feels good to get a promotion at work. It feels good to do some of these things. That's how humans work. We consider goodness based on a feeling, but God considers goodness based on whether it glorifies him or not. Remember that. Humans base what is good on how they feel. God bases what is good on what glorifies him. There's multiple times in scripture that God is glorified and honored in things that most people would not consider good. You can think of the story of Job, right? A guy who was plagued with so much pain as a result of the devil trying to tempt him to sin, to tempt him to denounce God. And Job, through it all, remained obedient to God. But at the end of the day, right, Job was not in what he would consider a good situation. Family was killed. All his possessions gone. Everything that he'd ever known turned upside down, but yet he remained obedient to God, and God considered that a good thing. I want, you, I want to give you guys some examples of this to kind of wrap your mind around it, because it can be difficult to really grasp that. Like, what? Like, God is glorified in my pain? Like, God is honored in my suffering to an extent? And I want to give you guys some, some ideas of this. Think about this. You go through a breakup, but that's oftentimes the best thing that could have ever happened to you in that relationship. Maybe that relationship was toxic, or maybe he had someone better for you down the road. Maybe you're dealing with depression, but maybe God will use your newfound understanding of mental health to encourage someone down the road. Maybe you get, you get cut from a team, or you don't play as much as you'd like, but maybe you needed to spend your time elsewhere on better things. God's benchmark for what is good and what is not is different than ours. God's benchmark for what is good and what is not is different than ours most of the time. The issue is not that God is being inconsistent in his actions. The idea of, well, God's supposed to be good, so good things are supposed to happen all the time. That's, it's, he's not being inconsistent in that. It's our faulty feelings-based definition that is messed up and makes us think that these are evil things when in reality, we really can't see the whole picture, which brings me to the third and final point, which is this. God is good and can see the whole picture. God is good and can see the whole picture. Psalm 139 verse 16 talks about how God can see every day of our life like a big camera roll. He can see the whole picture. So before you freak out at certain situations, sit tight. And unlike God, we can't see how this is going to turn out, but he can. 
to illustrate this, think of a painting. And it's a beautiful painting. It's an incredible just portrait. But you're standing two inches away from it. Nose almost touching the painting. You cannot possibly appreciate or understand what this painting looks like or how beautiful it is because you're so close to it. You can maybe only see a smidge of the color or a shape. You have no idea what the whole painting looks like. It's only as you begin to take steps backward and start to get a better perspective of the painting that you can truly see like, oh, you know, that connected to there. I never would have thought that turned into this or that color bled into this color. And this ended up being this. You can never understand that standing so close to it. It's the same way with our life. As we're going through suffering, as we're going through trials, it's almost impossible to see how that's going to help us down the road, how God could possibly use that for his glory and maybe the betterment of ourselves. It's impossible to see that. But as you begin to take steps back and some years pass and you start to look back and say, you know, maybe, maybe that relationship wasn't the best thing for me, or maybe I didn't need to be on that team, or maybe I'm, it's good that I didn't get into that certain college or that me and this person aren't friends anymore. You start to see that more clearly, but God has been able to see it from the beginning. So trust him on that. Trust that he has a plan for you, that he can see the whole picture. Earlier, I asked you a question of my personal situation, right? My personal trial that I couldn't see the whole picture of, in which I was going through this, this trial of my mom passing away very suddenly. And I asked you, is that a good thing? Is that a good thing? And at the beginning, most say, no, of course not. It's not a good thing. But on the flip side, you need to know this. My mom was saved and became a Christian only six months before she passed away. So she's in heaven. So there's that. She's no longer in pain anymore. She's no longer sick. And on top of that, in this world, I've been able to leverage and use that story that God has given me to encourage, equip, and even, I believe, encourage some people to commit their life to Jesus Christ and become a Christian themselves, changing their eternal destination. So I'll ask you again, is that a good thing? Is that a good thing? Most would say, well, yeah, that's a, that's a great thing. That's very encouraging to hear. Such is the same with some of the things that you're going through. It's hard for us to say, hey, that's a bad thing. God shouldn't have allowed this to happen because we don't know where it's going to end up. So trust God, keep the faith, and don't give up on them. Because what I consider terrible, God used to triumph. Remember, God defines what good is. We don't. And so for all of you listening today, when you go through a tough situation, ask yourself this one question. Instead of asking, how can I get out of this situation? As in, how can I escape? How can I eject from this, this terrible thing I'm going through? Instead of asking, how can I get out of this? Ask, what can I get out of this? Not how can I get out of this, but what can I get out of this? What lesson could God be trying to teach you or what work may he be trying to do through you because of the tough time that you're dealing with right now? I hope this episode helped you out and provided you tons of clarity and encouragement. If so, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. It helps more than you know. Until next time.